BB here, and welcome to season one of my podcast, In the Works. This is a podcast dedicated to those navigating their 20s, so that as a community, we can feel supported and accepted while in the works of life. Here's to the beautiful, yet also hectic journey of becoming our healed, healthiest, and happiest selves. You belong here. And I am so thankful that I get to accompany you on your walk, your commute, or whatever you're up to. I hope that you're doing well, and I hope that I can positively impact your day. This is a given, but if you're new here, it's safe to assume that I did not create this podcast because I have all my shit figured out. I am not here to tell you what to do or not to do. I am not a professional. I am someone in her early 20s, figuring life out. One day at a time. One passion at a time. And one failure at a time. I will not be speaking from a place of expertise. Rather, relatability. My words come from a desire for unity and community. Some things that I've lacked for a long while now, and I am not ashamed to admit that. I speak to struggles I've faced and or witnessed in hopes of being a friend to someone that may need it. If you're listening to this episode, welcome to a place of friends and soon-to-be friends a community of people and souls in the works. Especially in our 20s, life can feel all over the place. You are experiencing endings and beginnings. You experience the highest highs and lowest lows. You may look to your peers, and similarly, they're all over the place. One is in and out of a relationship. One just moved out of their hometown. One is furthering their education. One is stuck in a job they don't like. One has a kid. One is engaged. The possibilities are endless. And speaking from my opinion, you're likely confused in your 20s. You don't know where you should be or where you should be going. You don't know where you belong. And on top of this, you feel this pressure to make what feels like life-breaking decisions. These decisions are supposed to dictate your life's trajectory, personally and professionally. You're faced with many options and many decisions, all while you still don't know who you really are. How do you believe in yourself when you aren't sure who you are, or you haven't even started taking the actions you want to? I'm sure each decade of life has its pros and cons, but so far, the 20s are rough not gonna lie. Because of all the life decisions we make 
In our early to late 20s, I was called to create an episode about change. Maybe you're going through a season of change right now, or maybe you aren't ready to make the changes you know you want to make. Maybe you're not ready to trust life again, but I'm here to tell you it's okay. It's okay that you're hesitant to make changes because you've been shown pain and hurt. This negative space becomes your norm, and change seems scarier than staying where you are. You've started to believe that this is all you're worth. Trust that even if this phase of life doesn't make sense, you are going to make it through. At your core, you know you deserve more than you've been given. And even when something outside yourself may negatively affect you, you are the one that's in control. You are going to make that dream life happen. It takes a lot of nerve to keep going. But this is your life we're talking about. Your life matters. You matter. Whatever's happened before, whatever path you think you're on, it is okay to restart. It is okay to make changes. It is okay to let go of people, places, and things that don't serve you. It can be so hard to detach from what's familiar, but you know that it's okay to leave. I'm just here to remind you. I'm going to assume that you're either going through change or you have the urge to make changes. Reflect on what that thing or those things are for you. In this episode, I want to encourage you to stop procrastinating on the change. The fact is, you don't need to wait to hit rock bottom or be so heartbroken to make changes. You can let go, press that restart button, and start over at any time you want and need. If this topic interests you, I hope you stick around. Let's get into it. Whatever it is for you, wishing for it to be better does nothing. You have to be committed to making it better. Easier said than done. When you're in the thick of it, it's so hard to tap into solution-based thinking and get yourself to act in a way that's actually beneficial. To be real, when I'm in a funk, I'm depressed, and I know I need to make some changes in my life. I want to do nothing but sit around, wallow, complain. And of course, there needs to be that period to feel. But you have to know when it's time. The time for you to step into your power and live into your purpose. You have to believe that you deserve more and the best is yet to come. Life is happening for you, not to you. Likewise, pain is not happening to you. It's happening for you. Get into the habit 
of asking yourself, what is this trying to teach me? How is this expanding me into who I am here to be? I know that it can take me a long time to get over things. And that's fine. I'm alone up to it. But if I am staying in it because I don't want to go through the work of fully healing, I'm literally just prolonging my pain. I mentioned this in the last episode, but it's so crucial that we stop with the patterns of self-sabotage. We often self-sabotage to escape uncomfortable feelings. We haven't been taught how to manage and process difficult thoughts and feelings. And so we do whatever we can to stuff them down in the moment. And although self-sabotage appears negative, at its foundation, it's an effort of keeping ourselves safe. What's familiar is considered safe. So any attempt to let go of the familiar and embrace the unfamiliar will trigger self-sabotaging mechanisms. For example, I'm sure you've known someone that tends to go back to that same toxic relationship and toxic person. Or maybe they don't go back to that person, but they repeat the same toxic relationship with a new person. Someone that's just like their last partner. And from your end, you're like, how is this not obvious to you? But you have to show some sympathy. They're not dumb. They're not stupid. They are simply holding on to what they know. And even though it may hurt them, they've gone through this pain before. It's familiar. If you can define toxic patterns you have in your life, a toxic relationship or a toxic situation, know that you can leave. You can start a new season whenever you want, and you don't even need a strong reason to switch courses. It could be something small, like you're comfortable at your job and you want something new. Acknowledge that and make the changes you desire. I will say it's easier to initiate changes when it's something like that, when it doesn't feel like such a heavy lift or such a big deal. It's the stuff that weighs so heavy on us that we know needs to change. That's really freaking tough to take the reins on. You're strong, though. You're smart. And you know that when the pain of staying where you are is greater than the pain of growing and changing, call it. It's time for a new season. It's called Growing Pains for a Reason. You've outgrown a version of yourself, and you're on to greater things. It will be hard, and it will take a lot of effort but you're so worth it. You have to tell yourself, I am done. I'm done. I'm done accepting 
less than I deserve. You can start a new season whenever you want. You can press that restart button whenever your heart desires. You just have to have the guts to take action and demand more of yourself. This change, whatever is coming up for you, will require some risk tolerance. If you don't do the things you're called to do, you'll experience the pain of regret. And in my opinion, the pain of regret is way worse than the pain of embarrassment or failure when you make that change and make the pivot that you're thinking about. You don't want to be scared to try and live on knowing you were made for more. Start making different decisions. Let go of the things that don't align with you anymore. It doesn't matter how long you've been dating someone. It doesn't matter how long you've been friends with someone. It doesn't matter that you spent years in school for this one thing. If it doesn't align with you, the version of you now and the you that you're striving to be, you have to let go. I want us all to live in alignment. A divided life is not worth living. What you believe, what you think, what you say, and what you do should align. If something or someone falls out of that scope, make the change. The universe shows you signs. You just have to stop ignoring them. I recently listened to this podcast and she used this car analogy, which I found really helpful. I'm probably not going to explain it as well as the professional did, but I will do my best. So, in the car, there's the driver, aka the toxic person, the toxic situation, the toxic place, whatever. And then there's you in the passenger seat. You're not forced to be there. You're choosing to be there. Let's say you're driving around and you're noticing how unsafe it is. The car itself is unsafe. The driver is driving in every which ways without a care in the world. They don't care about themselves, the car, and most importantly, they don't care about you or your safety. And again, you have the choice to let go or be dragged in this dangerous situation. It's obvious in this example that you need to get out of the car. And it's obvious in hindsight when you've gone through tough times that letting go of this person or the situation was the right move. Yet, in the moment, it's the toughest decision to make. Letting go is going to be hard. It's hard because you're letting go of what was and what could have been. Maybe the driver could have changed. Maybe if you asked them to drive safer, they would eventually take care of you. Bringing back the previous example, let's say it was a toxic partner and relationship. Everything that you built with them, 
and who you were with them is gone. Everything depended on this person. And you may find yourself in this spiral of, what does my future look like now that this has changed? My future revolved around this person. All I thought about was you. Who am I going to become now that I don't have you? How am I going to feel when I depended on you to make me feel better? Don't fall in love with potential. Don't fall in love with the potential and possibilities. Trust patterns, not apologies. You have to value actions more than words. And think about what emotional void was this person providing that I can't give myself. In my opinion, there is never an excuse to lower standards. A great sign to me of a toxic situation is when you are postponing your life for someone else or something else. You are your priority. Your time is limited like everyone else's. There is no reason to sacrifice your time and your energy, especially when it's for someone that isn't considerate of you. You have control over your decisions. In honor of the analogy, get out of the car and get away from the person that doesn't value your safety. Stop hurting yourself by making someone better than they actually are. You are the one that values them at this high degree. You are making them special. They themselves are not special to you. So if you can make them special, you can make anybody else special. You can make someone else special. Someone deserving of your love and respect. I just did an episode on my views of the past, present, and future. So if you haven't given that episode a listen, I think it would provide a lot of value. It was a really great episode to brainstorm and record. But anyways, <laughs> your now, your present is the most important thing. Are you giving your all for someone or something that's truly worthwhile? If you can't immediately say yes, it may be time to let go. And you don't need closure to restart. You don't need all the apologies or goodbyes to leave someone or something. And of course, that would be nice, but you don't need that. You need to, on your own, cultivate acceptance. Closure is something you have to give yourself. If someone pushed you and you scraped your arm, you're not going to wait for them to grab a band-aid for you. You're grabbing that band-aid yourself. You're taking care of yourself even if someone else and something else hurts you. You are not the victim of your life. Things are happening to save you from future suffering. 
and it may not seem like that in the moment. Life doesn't always make sense in the midst of all the chaos, but I really do believe that things will make sense. Things happen for a reason and for a purpose. Staying may feel easier and feel safe. If we've been in toxicity or chaos, that's what our brain is comfortable with. Peace will feel dangerous, which sounds dumb. But it's scary territory not knowing what a new, hopefully healthy, relationship would mean or look like. I covered this when I spoke about self-sabotage, but we so greatly avoid change. Change is uncomfortable, but you know what? (laughs) We need to choose our pain. Pain of growth or the pain of staying where we are. I like to tell myself that the pain of growth is temporary. But if I stay where I am, the pain is going to persist. You know what's best for you and what changes you should make. Go back to that phrase. I am done. I'm done accepting less than I deserve. There is genuine peace and joy for life when you finally choose yourself. For consistency's sake, I'll be speaking to staying in a toxic relationship yet again. But don't try for someone that shows you they aren't all in. Sometimes the signs aren't shown immediately, but Right when they show you who they really are, you'll know what decision you should make. What needs convincing to be in your life is taking up space of what would so gratefully choose to be there. Not every person we connect with and we feel something deep with is meant to be forever. You've heard me say this, the people may leave but the lessons are forever. Their lessons will always stay, and that is what matters. Sometimes people come into your life to teach you how to love. That's the hope. But other times, someone will teach you how not to love, how not to be treated, and remind you how not to settle, how not to shrink yourself ever again. Because you are inherently worthy. When you start making decisions for you, when you start prioritizing yourself, and when you aren't afraid to let go of those things that aren't good for you anymore, you'll see that your life will fill with people, experiences, and situations that celebrate your worth and celebrate being present in your life. You shouldn't have to force what's meant for you. And importantly, you shouldn't feel immense pain. Discomfort, yes, but pain. That signals to me 
toxicity and not growth. And don't go through life with regret. I think these situations make you learn about yourself, who you want, what you want, and also what you don't want and who you don't want. Don't sit around waiting for someone to realize your worth, waiting for someone to treat you the way you deserve to be treated. It is okay to let go. You can let go completely shattered because of how hard you tried and how hard you begged. Or let go with your head up high. You let go respecting your self-worth your standards, and acknowledging your immense value. And this goes not just for a relationship, but anything. Anything that you're not content with in your life. If you're at a place in your career that you're not happy with, you're bored of it, whatever the case may be, you can leave. You can let go. You can restart whether you're 21, 31, or 61 years old. You just have to have the courage to change. And you have to have the confidence in yourself that you will make it happen and you will make it work. Equate change with opportunity. Stop resisting. When you feel resistance towards something hard, something you know you need to do. Soften into it. Take a deep breath and take action from a place of peace and calm. It's a lot harder to keep resisting the change you need than just softening, letting go, and leaning into that change. Turn toward the things you know you're avoiding. Now, make the decision for you. Sometimes the best decision may not feel like the right decision, at least in the moment. But know that this is what it is, but this is not all that could ever be. You deserve the best. You deserve a life of happiness, connection, love, peace. And with this, you need to initiate change and set yourself free of the things that are holding you down. Yes, you need to know what you want. Know what needs to change. But you also need to advocate for yourself and firmly advocate for what you want in your heart and mind. You can restart at any time. You can let go at any time. You choose when you get out of that car. If you have been feeling the urge, here's your push. Let go and restart. I know I'm a few episodes into this podcast thing, but I still feel a little silly. I'm just recording myself talking to myself crazy. (laughs) But I guess I'm not by myself. Y'all are here with me, listening to me, hanging out with me, even if I don't see you, which is kind of odd, but 
Also, such a cool feeling. Penny Uzis, I've come to notice that some people just aren't emotionally inclined and they don't really emotionally attach. They aren't that emotionally attached to people or situations. And I, for the most part, am not one of those people. And it's probably a good thing because that's why I'm able to do this podcast. If I wasn't emotionally led, I probably wouldn't have much to say. I don't tend to emotionally attach to people very easily, but I do think it would be interesting to cover emotional attachment versus true love. You know, understanding attachment versus what it means to love and be loved. Note to future V. (laughs) Anyways, I guess we've made it to the end of this episode. The negative relationships, the negative events, and the trauma it may endure doesn't define us. Your heart may feel the weight, but there's still lightness available and softness available to all of us. You don't wait for this to be given to you from out there. You give it to yourself in here. You know what I need. Choose yourself. I love you. And as always, I'd love to continue this conversation on the podcast socials at intheworks underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. You got this. And I look forward to hanging out with you again very soon. Mm-hmm.